Hey guys, my name is Mandy, and today we are talking about letting go. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So this is a topic that I get asked a lot about, and I've done a lot of work around with breakups, but more specifically, like you're ready for the next person, but you're still kind of stuck to the other person, or you have like a fear of that new person turning into the old person. So we're going to dive all into letting go today with Mandy. She's a New York Times bestselling author of four books and more on the way and the creator of The Single Woman. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So letting go. You were saying that you're kind of talking about a lot recently and um, there's a lot here. So I guess yes. what would you take the floor? Like what would you have to say? around well, how I've, to let go. Yeah, I found myself it's interesting because I decided to do my fifth book talking about letting go and moving on and then I found myself in all these different areas of my own life um kind of dealing with my own goodbyes and closed doors and endings and just been this really interesting season of learning to let go myself. So I feel like it's an issue that's very near and dear to my heart. I mean, it's definitely something that everyone out there is dealing with in one way or another, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or negative mindset or, you know, dead end career, whatever it may be. I think we're all really trying to learn how to let go with grace. And so, um, yeah, it's a topic I'm very passionate about and one that I'm literally walking through right now. Yes. So how does somebody let go? Because I know for some people they want to and they're just like, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on if we're talking about a relationship. I think the first thing that you have to really realize, and this is the hardest thing to accept, honestly, is that if the relationship ended, it's not the relationship for you. Anytime a door closes, it's because what is behind it is no longer meant for you. And I think that that acceptance is the first key to letting go. And that's honestly the the part that gets most of us stuck in the first place because we want to ask all the questions and we want to, you know, search for the quote unquote closure. And the truth is the only closure we really ever need is the other person walked away from us. And that was the, that's the only closure. It doesn't matter why mm. really. I mean, I know that we want to beat our head against the wall and, you know, ask the other person to have a million heart to heart conversations where we exchange our stuff <laughs> back and forth and have this very dramatic, you know, closing. We all have this Hollywood picture of what yeah. this final conversation is supposed to look like. But the, the truth is that the why it really doesn't matter. All that matters is that they left. Um, and that's really the only ending that I think we really need to start to, to move into that space of letting go and moving on. And again, that's the part that gets people stuck the most because we don't want to accept it. We want to deny it. We want to look for all the reasons as to why they shouldn't have left us or all the reasons why they're coming back. And we get so caught up in that, that before we realize it, we wake up six months later and we're still hanging on to this person who left us a long time ago. Hmm. So it's, Acceptance is really step one of just, yeah. they're not I mean, supposed, they're not your person. Right. Accepting that. I mean, really anything in life that leaves, it's, it's not, it leaves because it's no longer a part of your story. I mean, the mm -hmm. page turns because that chapter is over. Maybe even the entire book is over. And 
I think just accepting that and, um, you know, it, it does take a lot of grace and a lot of grit to, <laughs> to, to reach that place of acceptance. And it's not going to happen overnight, but I think you have to just kind of be willing to look at dead in the face and, and accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's really the first step. Mm-hmm. How does somebody even get to acceptance? Cause I feel like with, even within acceptance, it's like you have to have a certain perspective. Right. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I think per- perspective is needed to kind of, I think closure is found in, mm-hmm. in perspective. I think that's because mm-hmm. the closure that everybody always is looking for, usually you find that days or weeks or months or even years later and you, and you find it on your own. It's not, you know, my therapist always likes to remind me, it's not the other person's responsibility to give you closure. It's your responsibility to find that closure within yourself. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that, um, absolutely perspective is needed to, to really kind of, I guess, figure out why things happen the way that they did. But I think just as soon as the person walks away, I mean, that's, that's your, like, that's your key. That's your answer. That's, that's the acceptance that you need right there in that moment and not, and you have to literally actively choose letting go and accepting that the other person is gone. It's not any, it's not even an everyday thing. It's an every moment thing. I mean, you Mm -hmm. have to actively choose to look at the situation for what it is and not for what you wish it would be. And Mm -hmm. to, um, to, you know, to remind yourself, Hey, they left, which means that they're not the one for me. Um, so yeah, it's a choice. It's absolute. I think both letting go and acceptance is a choice. It's not just something mm-hmm. that magically yeah. happens, yeah. which is what we also like to read all the self-help books. Well, what's the magic cure to letting go and moving on? It's you, it's you <laughs> choosing every moment, every day to continue to release that person, um, even when it hurts and to also allow yourself to walk through, I think part of acceptance is not denying the grief process, which is something I've tried mm, to do yeah. in the past. I've tried to mm-hmm. skip through that and just move on to the, you know, to the I'm happy he's gone, you know, phase. But no, <laughs> you have to go through the, you know, crying on your girlfriend's shoulders. You have to go through the watching sad movies and eating ice cream and doing all of that. You have to allow yourself to go through that process because that mm-hmm. is part of acceptance, the grieving process. Right. And so many, and this is something I talk about a lot is that when it's, when it is stuffed down and when you don't mm-hmm. have that grieving or you don't feel through it, that's mm-hmm. where neediness comes from. Well, not only because, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, so yeah. many, like all of these things, what happens when you, when you shove down grief and sadness is it manifests in all of these other ways. And for me, yeah. it manifests in the form of anxiety, severe anxiety. When I went through my last um, really intensive heartbreak, it was a little over a year ago, I didn't allow myself to go through the grieving. And so as a result, about a week after the breakup, I started having severe panic attacks and had insomnia for seven nights straight. And that's literally what happens to your body when you don't allow yourself. I mean, it starts manifesting. It's going to come out in one way or the other. Either you agree to walk through it and let it work, you know, work through you naturally in a healthy way, or it's going to pop up in some unhealthy way and manifest in a way that you can't deny and that you can't, that you have to address. 
Yeah. And, and when you going back to when you were saying uh, with acceptance and like kind of letting go being a choice, like I'm looking mm-hmm. back at my past and when I was able mm-hmm. to let go and accept, it was, I believe that amazing things could happen twice. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and seeing that, oh, okay, well, they're, they're not the one. And I got clear. I had like extreme clarity on like, she wasn't the full package of what I wanted. She was some of it and I was clinging onto right. that. Right. And so I saw yes. it in a new light and that was what really helped me accept and move on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that we, um, I don't know. I think we tend to think at the end of a relationship because we're in that mindset of, oh my gosh, everything's terrible and I'm never going to find love again. But here's what I've learned at the wise old age of 40. Love will always find you again. And here's the thing that I also have learned. They always come back. So that person that you are, and this is not saying that you should let them come back because you shouldn't. That's (laughs) not, you should, I mean, and I've been bad about doing that too, but the person that you're, you know, that you feel like is going to be gone, they're always going to come back around. I mean, and then you're going to have the decision in a year or so when you are healed and, you know, walking about your merry way and strong again, then you'll have the, 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 the ball will be in your court and the power will be yours and you can decide whether or not to allow them back into your life. But that's the thing. I feel like we get so stuck in that mindset when a relationship ends that it's the worst thing ever, that we're never going to meet anyone else ever again. Um, and all of those things are untrue. You can't see it in the moment um, because you are dealing with the sadness and the grief and the loss. And, you know, this person was more than likely your best friend um, because you've been, you know, with it, with them in a relationship and probably together a lot. And so that that's a lot to lose. It's losing, you know, both a relationship and a best friend all in once, but all at once. But I mean, when you realize Hey, it, this is not the end of the world. I am going to meet someone again. This is just another part of the process of meeting the person that's meant for me. And everyone is the wrong person until the right one. Mm. That's crazy. That's yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did want to hit on too, like with the grieving process, uh, going, kind of going back to that for a second, how you use the word heartbreak, you know, when you pass heartbreak and that, Mm-hmm. I've been doing research recently on that, and that's a real syndrome. It's not like, a, oh, yeah. oh, my heart's broken. Literally, a part of your heart enlarges and forces the rest of your heart to have more powerful contractions for a time because mm-hmm. of an emotional response of something. And it's yeah. misdiagnosed. Sometimes it feels like you're having a heart attack. Yes. And like that's in the physically what can happen when, when you're heartbroken. So to ignore that is to further <laughs> the 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 syndrome right like you're you're going Absolutely. deeper into physically beating up your body i actually read it's like something your leg about and then just keep walking like it's not broken <laughs> yeah it's uh, you know yeah you absolutely have to address it and i actually read it, it might not have might have been an article along the same lines but it was saying how mm-hmm. for some reason i don't remember the science behind it but if you take like tylenol can actually help there's some science behind this, but if you take like Tylenol or fever reducer pain reliever, when you're in the midst of a heartbreak, it can actually help. And so that lets you know mm. that these it's real. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not just yeah. something, some little thing that you just, you can brush off and just go about your way. It's something that you have to, you know, it's a loss and it's, it's um something that you have to pause and acknowledge and the grieving process sucks. I mean, it's not fun. 
it's, um, you know, painful and you want to run screaming from it. But I think the only way through it is through it. And yes, um, you'll come out much better and stronger on the other side. Mm -hmm. 100%. And so going on back on, you know, before we started recording, you were like, you know, mm -hmm. some, some quite one question I get asked is like when to let go. Mm -hmm. So we touch on that as well because yeah because i yeah. have a, the thing that makes me so sad and I, I think it speaks a lot about modern relationships and this is not like a judgment against men or women i think it's on all sides but i mainly get questions from women because my audience is mainly women so i'm speaking for the women um but i get a lot of questions about you know one I actually did a twitter chat yesterday on this topic and one of the questions was you know he just told me that he's been cheating on me the, for our entire relationship. We've been together a year and his reasoning was he didn't know what, how things were going to turn out with he and I, when is it time for me to let go? And I'm like, yesterday, <laughs> like yeah. it amazes me that we mm. even, that we even have to ask, you know, I feel like this, our culture, unfortunately is we've kind of become this culture of settling and just kind of hanging in there because having someone who's bad is better than having no one at all. And I think, um, yeah, I think it, it really blew me away that a lot of these questions I was getting when these women were, you know, just genuinely, sincerely asking from this place of, you know, pain and, and not knowing what to do and confusion. And when is it time to let go? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was time to let go, you know, like last week or last month or last year. And, um, yeah, I think anytime another question, the lady, the, the girl asked me, um, you know, how much of this suffering in this, in my relationship is because he's not meeting my needs and how much is because I have unrealistic expectations. I was like, well, first of all, if your relationship is made up of suffering, that's your that's, first warning sign, yeah. you know? I mean, not saying that all relationships are kittens and lollipops and rainbows 24 seven, but if you are enduring suffering, it's time to let go. Nothing is worth that, you know, mm -hmm. no companionship or relationship or, you know, any person is worth, enduring suffering right and, and so i think I it think, goes down to self-worth like yeah to some degree like you're I allowing think, that to happen right and i think the minute you you find out something like oh they're cheating on you or or oh they're you know being they've lied to you or they're being emotionally abusive or they're causing you to suffer any of those things, you know, anytime the relationship becomes a place of pain instead of a place of, you know, promise. And I think it's time to, it's time to let go as much as I know sometimes even painful, bad relationships, it can be hurtful to let go of, but that's not something that's meant for you. Pain tells you whether pain shows up in your body or your emotions or in your relationship, whatever it may be, it tells you that something does not belong there and that something is not right. And so would I, you say to let go of that person in the relationship or would, where does the, where then is this sermon on staying? Because I've had clients who have been cheated on and they've completely turned it around because they've had, they've yeah. had a discernment on that's my person. I mean, I think absolutely everything is situational. So you can't ever mm -hmm. 
I think sometimes we try to make these hard and fast rules and write these books where you <laughs> yep. should, here's A, B, and C, you should leave if blah, blah, blah. I mean, certainly I think if someone has been cheating on you for a year, I don't think there's any <laughs> yeah. point in trying to, I don't think there's any coming back from that. Now, if right. someone has cheated, made a mistake one time and comes to you and, you know, confesses to you and tells you that they, it was a lapse in judgment. They feel horrible. They would love to have another chance. They're willing to do whatever it takes. I mean, I think it's certainly situational. It's, it's dependent upon mm -hmm. the other person and their stance. Are they coming to you humbly and, and lovingly and, and asking you for your forgiveness? Or are they, you know, being very, they could care less that they're hurting you and cheating on you and doing these things. And they're going to keep hurting you and cheating you and doing these things, cheating on you and doing these things, mm -hmm. despite what you do. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, I think it's gotta be one of those things where you, you use your judgment. I, I, yeah. I don't think there can be any hard and fast. Definitely. But I, that said, again, I think it goes back to if, if you are, if the relationship is a constant, space of suffering for you. Yes. Walk away. That's because I don't, enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know that there's anything redemptive in that. I think mm -hmm. it all comes down to where is the redemption to be found? Yeah. Because I don't think a guy who's been cheating on you for a year and lying to you about it, I don't think there's a lot of chance that he's going to just magically stop cheating and become mm -hmm. this amazing, faithful, honest person. I just don't see that mm -hmm. happening. Whereas if a, if a guy or a girl cheats on you once and, you know, comes to you with very, you know, apologetic and wanting to make things work. I think there are, there is redemption to be found there. Yes. I mean, ultimately it comes down to knowing your worth, having discernment on what's coming back and letting go with what doesn't align with your worth. Absolutely. Kind of what I we mean, are I, choosing I, to. Yes. I definitely yeah. think that we, when we're hanging on to things that are bad for us, it's because we don't, we don't have enough love for ourselves because if we did, and, and I've, I'll be the first one to get in line and say, I've been guilty of this. I have, you know, during seasons of my life when I, when I haven't, um, you know, felt good about myself, it's reflected in the relationships that I'm choosing and not just the mm -hmm. relationships, but the friendships and, mm -hmm. and the life choices. And, you know, I think that it all comes down to when we love ourselves, truly, truly love ourselves and respect ourselves. We don't put up with anyone or anything that doesn't love and respect us. Yes. A hundred percent. Well, this has been amazing. Where can people dive more into learning about what you do and getting a hold of your books and everything? Um, I can be found at mandyhale.com or just anywhere online, the single woman. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining and talking about this today. This is amazing. Thank you. It was. Of course. Everybody listening, go check her stuff out. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.